Everybody, welcome to Murder Moose. Ow! I don't. I'm making werewolf noises because Brian is here. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. So, so, so. It's a Josh, solid intro. Man. I know. I know, dude. Every single this thing is fucking. I this thing is ADHD. This is this this podcast is ADHD. I'm ADHD. Josh isn't here this week. Uh, so I'm even. I have to be double ADHD because Josh isn't here. But I did bring. Like, man, you're basically the third host of this podcast at this point, Brian, but <laughs> <laughs> Brian from Dead in Santa Carla, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, buddy. It's always, it's always a good time coming on talking horror with you. And, uh, yep. yeah, so, you know, this is, this is, uh, this is starting, it, it, it's starting to become a, a small relationship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, just because I send you dick pics all the time doesn't mean that, I mean, that's the I small. Mean, it, uh, what it oh, does mean. <laughs> oh, don't the... call it small. <laughs> okay. It's cute. Oh. <laughs> Is that okay, better? better? I put a sweater on it on purpose, Brian. It was cold. No. Uh, we are part of the Slash and Cast Podcast Network. Uh, of course, Bread Dead in Santa Carla. I almost called you Bread in Santa Carla. Bread in Santa Carla. Bread in Santa Carla. When you want carbs, go to Bread in Santa Carla. Dun, dun, dun. Um, I'm sporting the Brian shirt today. Oh, yeah. The yeah you are. It's for awesome. everyone uh, because it's awesome. Um, and... Yeah, so Josh couldn't make it this week, so we put off talking about uh, we were going to talk about fi- the final girls, which mm-hmm. uh, you and Andy did at one point, right? Uh, yeah, I think. yeah, we talked about that. Um, which is another. It's like we've talked about PG thirteen horror in this podcast before, and I, you guys have a couple times. I mean, mm-hmm. you guys just did Poltergeist, and you're going to be doing Poltergeist two here pretty soon. Yeah, yeah, uh, we're, that's part of the sequel, <laughs> September two, the Resurrection. The re- the- <laughs> The resurrection. I gotta work on that logo tonight. Actually, <laughs> after this, so. I mean, you got you got some inspiration uh, from uh, Jacob's wife, which we're going to end up talking about. Uh, which is, you you dropped the bomb on my dumbass, which I didn't even realize that CM Punk was in this movie because yeah. this was directed by Travis Stevens, who directed The Girl on the Third Floor, which is, oh fucking ride man um it's a cool movie i i enjoy it. i don't think it's great but it's it's pretty damn yeah. cool but cm punk it's... plays a piece of shit in that movie, <laughs> oh dude though. you're like his so, okay i've said it before i'll say it again midsummer would would be way higher up on my uh movie list of like awesome movies Mm-hmm. If every single fucking character in that movie didn't fucking suck, yeah, and like yeah. It, it's full it's, of <laughs> shitty people. It, it, it's like, it's like, man, this movie's beautiful. Like, it's, it's, oh, it's gorgeous. It does, it does one thing, something that, how, I mean, you watch more horror than I do, probably, or, or just as much. How often do you see a horror movie completely set, like in bright? sunny happy times it's yeah, like that movie. like never it, they're, they're, <laughs> and that's what's so great about that movie which i it's funny because i i don't enjoy that movie that much but i do i, I do recognize the greatness in that movie yeah. um and a part of that is that juxtaposition 
that you experience yep. when you're watching it because of how bright and gorgeous and pretty everything yep. is. And then you have this, these horrible things happening and these horrible yeah. fucking characters. And, um, so yeah, there's that, and that it's just, that's a, that's one of the good things about that movie. That, that, yeah. Ari Aster is pretty, honestly, just, he's pretty brilliant. He really, it, he really he, is. The, mo- the man can make a movie. I, yeah. that, that opening sequence of Midsummer oh, is, God. One of the most horrifying, like I oh. kid you not, horrifying. It, like it reminds me of things like like Sixth Sense and stuff like that, where it's mm-hmm. not overly like gory or anything like that, but it's just it's like super dark and unsettling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I know you're seeing your sequence. You're talking. You're talking about the trip yeah. through the house with the the duct tape and uh, uh, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. That girl yeah. duct taped the fucking hose to her face, bro. Yeah, that was which that was a commitment <laughs> right there. <laughs> like, holy shit! Yeah, she it's committed a, to that decision. It's it's dark shit. It's dark shit, dude. It it's dark and it just it's one of those things where you go, how does he? How do you top knocking the uh the head off of a small like teenage girl that you everyone watching <laughs> thinks is a main character? Uh, this I kid you not. This is me in the theater, and my wife could attest to this. When that happened in fucking uh, Hereditary, this was me. <laughs> I know, right? My my jaw is literally open, yeah. and I wasn't. You're doing a dark theater. You're not doing it because you're getting an effect out of it. Like it's you're, made like, trying for to get great in. memes, though, because yeah. you have those <laughs> memes now where it's like my fall plans, and then you got the picture of the kid, <laughs> and then you got the Delta variant, and it's the fucking <laughs> the, the pole, <laughs> and you're like, oh, that's uh, so like, fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Every it's, t- it's every time that. Every time that comes up to something, it's just like, dude, that, we don't try to do it, but like this, we we have spoiled the shit out of some movies, and we'll we'll try to be careful if our dumbasses remember today. But, um, <laughs> but it's probably, yeah, it's like it's it, you know, in hindsight, we probably shouldn't have done what we did. Before we pro- probably talking. not. Probably not. Probably not. It'll be fine. But it's okay. Huh? It'll be fun. What are you doing, newbie? Um, yeah. So. Shit, I don't even know where we were going with that. We bounced so fucking far all over the place. But yeah, it's uh, we were talking about weird horror and like what uh, Girl on the Third Floor was. And yeah, yeah, you told me that CM Punk plays one of the cops at the end of this movie. And I'm like, fuck, I did not even realize. Because he has has that mustache on and he looks real skinny in this movie. Like he, He, you know, he's definitely slimmed down. Uh, yeah. he, 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 which he was never a big fucking yoked out fucking dude, you know. I mean, he, yeah, he, he was never like John Cena big or anything like that. Yeah, but um, he but wanted to, yeah, he wanted to fight lower guy, littler guys in UFC. Yeah, he's kind of like huge. the, uh, you know, he's built like the Adam Cole, you yeah. know, not a small guy by any means. Um, yeah. but yeah, he uh, he definitely looks a lot more slim. But you know, he's still in good shape because he he's uh, he, he's shirtless and girl on the third floor yeah in a few scenes in here and he's still in really good shape so yeah, but yeah he's he, he's got he's rocking a great mustache oh like dude a, that must it's the yeah. it's that typical cop mustache <laughs> it's the what do you okay we need a cop and we need him to look like a cop okay okay we're gonna give him this mustache yeah, i wonder um, if that, you think it was his you think he grew yeah, it up for the role? probably not man i don't like that don't know, that man. mustache was way too perfect like it's it was a good looking mustache 
<laughs> too good to be true. You say you talk about too good to be true. That mustache is like, yeah, no, no way. There's no way. Um, <laughs> but yeah, th- uh, we uh, Brian and I are both AEW fans, and uh, CM Punk is coming back on yeah, on baby. Sunday so to oh, wrestle. Yeah. So we're I'm both ready. very uh, we're excited. By ready, he means erect. He has an erect penis. It's and he's been ready. like that since that Friday night. Yeah, I've passed yep. out 17 <laughs> times. It's been horrible. <laughs> and it, it, it wasn't Barbara Crampton this time. No. Giving no. a tone. No, not, not this time. Um, yeah. It, uh, fuck. I am like all over the place already. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, yeah, a little bit. I, I mean, okay, this is. So I'm going to say this at the beginning of the show because I never fucking remember. So I was going to say. If you do enjoy a show, please make sure you go out and give us a five-star review. Uh, it, it was funny. Uh, after Michelle on Apocalypse and Review kept at begging, I gave her a snarky review, and they were talking. she was talking about it in their new episode. Oh, that's funny. And I'm just like, I'm like, I was like, okay, Michelle, you win. Here's your review at five stars. And <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. I, I need to do that. I need to go do that. Yeah. Man, I it's – I try to go do, do that to most of my friends' podcasts. So, yeah, yeah, I try to too. It's my, it's that ADHD brain of mine. I walk away after yeah, listening to a podcast, one. and and then I'm like, nope, don't think a, a thing about it. Even yeah. Hum- yeah. <laughs> not depending, not saying that the movie's bad or whatever. But uh, yeah, so let's talk about what we've been watching before we really go into this, because I know okay. we're not going to review it. But you just went and saw the new Candyman. I did. Um, I did. How many times did you go see it, Brian? I've seen it twice now. I've seen it twice. Yeah, just, uh, um, just bust your balls a little bit, but because uh, not because I was in love with it. That's not why. Um, yeah. But I do. I do like it. Um, yeah. I watched it twice because I'm. I. I was gonna do a quick bite for the YouTube channel. Yeah. And do yep. a quick spoiler for your review. I don't think I'm gonna do that uh, anymore. <laughs> Um, not yeah. because uh, of any any you know hatred towards the movie or anything like that, but I just eh, I've kind of lost the motivation honestly. Yeah. But um, I did enjoy it. Yeah. Um, I won't. I'm not going to get uh, you know any spoilery or anything like I, that. Because I haven't. I, yeah, I haven't I seen it. Enjoy either, it. Yeah. I do have some complaints though. Um, yeah. Not many. Um, but I have been enjoying laughing at some people who really really love the movie <laughs> yeah dude uh, and, I, and i'm glad if you really really love the movie but if you give if i'm sorry man if you give Candyman the newest one a 10 out of 10 that's that's a bit excessive <laughs> dude, dude <laughs> i mean you, it's not yeah. perfect guys it's okay yeah. for oh, you to like a, a per a, a movie that's not fuck you how many movies do i love rod that are shit i mean a lot. I think okay. most <laughs> most horror fans are probably if you're going on a on a like one out of ten like if you're going on a like man on the street things and you find non horror movies most people are gonna like the movies that we love right no. so it's like and I I love it, Prom Night too that is not Shawshank okay no 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 it's not it's not a good movie it's not yeah. it's but it's my kind of bad now Candyman is not near a bad movie it's a good movie yeah. it's a very yeah. good movie it's not amazing it's not perfect it's flawed okay so yeah. i see people like oh 10 out of 10 and i'm just like dude calm down yeah <laughs> calm well, dude, the fuck down Man. i just I, I am excited though because uh the director was the first female yeah. black director 
to have a number one at the box office yeah. movie, yeah, which is right. fucking awesome. It's and, amazing. It's also sad, but it's amazing, yeah. and I'm very, yeah. I'm proud as proud as hell uh, yeah. of Nia Costa because that's one of the strengths of the movie is the direction, yeah. and it, it, yeah. Nia's talented as hell, and I can't wait to see uh, what she, what she does next. I really can't. Yeah. But um, it's, but yeah, there, it's a shame some... that it took to twenty fucking twenty one yeah. for that to happen. But I'm glad it did. Dude, I mean, it's we're getting to the point where things like you can't ignore, you know, black filmmakers that Mm-mm. because I mean, Jordan Peele's what he's doing is just yeah. out yeah. there. I mean, winning Oscar nominations, yeah, for doing exactly. what he does, and uh, I think yeah. that the country's like never-ending adventure into discovering that it it's racist uncle is is more racist than they thought yeah um, yeah it's kind of you wonder if that is going to help in the long run of letting these directors you know come out and do their stuff i mean again jordan peele could do whatever the fuck he wants now right and because he yeah. pro- he produced candy man right he was yeah, he, exactly uh, yeah right. his production company produced it and i think he has a co-writing credit as well i think so but that's um, but yeah yeah that could be anything though like right yeah you know, he could have been he, like oh i want this character's name to be you know billy bob or some shit you know yeah he, whatever random name i mean that could have been anything yeah i yeah i i tend to tend to think that he didn't have quite as much to do with the actual making of the film as what some yeah. people want to credit him for because yeah uh the but the good news is is i've only seen the discredit um towards nia da costa coming from the least important sources, uh, and yeah. that being Twitter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, because I I read like all the all the reviews on on Rotten Tomatoes shortly after, and I was yeah. very proud to see so many of the the great reviews not even mentioning Jordan Peele's name and talking and giving lots of yeah. credit to Nia DaCosta because she she earns it, she deserves it. Yeah. Um, but all the fucking douchebags that hang out on Twitter, I'm I'm one of them. I'm a, I'm a <laughs> douche, so I'm allowed to call you guys douche because I'm one of them. But uh, it, all those those douchebags are, you know, they keep wanting to say you know, that it, that Jordan Peele probably actually did this and did that, discrediting Nia DaCosta's work. Guess what, yeah. y'all? You don't fucking matter anyway. So you know, <laughs> See, what are you talking about, Brian? Steven Spielberg directed Poltergeist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's funny because everything I, I read talks about how very little Spielberg was actually on set because he was fucking making a movie. Like, yeah, <laughs> I think he was making Temple of Doom. Yeah, I want to say I, I want to say what? that's what he was working on. And you're like you're disregarding the man who who has made arguably one of the most important horror movies of all time and acting like he couldn't. Yeah, like Poltergeist. Right. It, exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. The guy that made it, the guy that made Chainsaw, okay? You're yeah. going to try and tell me that he can't direct Poltergeist? Okay, bull fucking shit. No. <laughs> let's let's be fair. Let's be fair, Brian. He directed Chainsaw too, which is the the, the important uh, measurement here. But, uh, <laughs> I, I I will never. You know, it's funny because I saw those movies way later in my life than a lot of people. People, mm-hmm. and I still think Texas Two is. I, way more fun and oh it's a way more fun movie is, yeah, it, as, yeah. is it as good probably not i love it but yeah I, you know <laughs> it's I, my go-to I, chainsaw film oh yeah it's my go-to chainsaw film I and to be honest them. with you after that i would actually watch the remake before watch chainsaw one now i know the remake's not as good a movie but it's yeah. a it's a to me it's a more enjoyable watch i 
I saw uh, Roger and them were uh, uh, over a three B video or, or were mm-hmm. uh, reviewing that, and I was like, when he was like, "We're recording this tonight," I'm like, "Better bring up that it's really a home invasion movie and Leatherface yeah, is the Leatherface real victim, is the victim, bro." For I, sure. I, I, I watched you the movie. And I'm like, how stressed out he is when he's sitting <laughs> down there after that third kid, but. but He's yeah. just like, what the fuck is that? All I'm trying to do is make dinner. Like, what the exactly. fuck? I got these random people running in my house. <laughs> and let's be honest. Who didn't want to chainsaw that motherfucker in a wheelchair? Dude, who didn't want to so chainsaw him? he's so irritating. <laughs> God, he's so irritating. I can't even remember his name. What's his name? Uh, I don't I, Dude, I don't but know. But his uncle is like, psycho, too, because he shows, he shows up in part two. Yeah, Dennis uh, Hopper, man, he's crazy. Yeah, as shit. I I love Dennis Hopper in that movie, man. Dennis Franklin, Hopper, that was his name that came out. Yeah, of Dennis Hopper does like when he goes on full on crazy in movies. It is like oh, it's it, it, genius. I, yeah, it's it's beautiful to watch. It's as fun to watch as it is to watch Nick Cage go fucking yeah. crazy. Which, by the way, I'll bring this up before we get uh, too far. I finally watched Willy's Wonderland. Did you enjoy it? Oh hell yes! <laughs> I love that it's, movie. It's so cool. It's it's so like I think Josh had more issues with filmmaking of that movie, but man, I I sat there, and I can enjoy shitty stuff if it, but like that movie is well made, and like Nicolas Cage is the the worst part of that movie, and I don't I I actually kind of think it might have been more on purpose than people give it credit for the teenage characters that movie are all fucking terrible i yeah. kind of think that was a very like 80s homage to kind yeah, of like yeah, slashers sure. and stuff in the 80s but that yeah that movie's tons of fun man oh, like I, you know what I, I i've got to find out i've got to find out i haven't watched any special features or any making of or anything with regarding that movie but something tells me that nick cage chose not to speak probably and he probably had dialogue but told the director or whatever <laughs> you know what i think it'd be better if i just didn't say a word <laughs> and the director was like um uh, fuck okay. it <laughs> okay so they just took out all the dialogue and just just changed the movie on the fly because it's yeah. kind of that kind of seems like something that nick cage would do just like oh. a choice, like you know what? I think this would be better if I just didn't say a word <laughs> the whole you, time. But it's watch. so funny the shit because yeah, I loved it. He kept cleaning, like <laughs> yeah. he's like stopped cleaning. Yeah, after the first one started shit with me. Are you are you fucking kidding me? I mean, it's like you're sitting here cleaning a shithole in a town that obviously set up a trap. Thing. To put you here, yeah, and then yeah. lock you in with the demonic fucking, <laughs> the fucking like mechanical man. furries. I mean, yeah. come on, man. It's, <laughs> it's, yeah. I just uh, think it'd be funny to find out that there was, he actually had lots of lines, and Nick Cage was just like, "No, nope, I ain't saying shit." So <laughs> that's my <laughs> he just this character had to scramble and change the script real quick. Uh, this Nick character Cage was not talk, yeah. guys. Um, <laughs> Why? I, I don't know. He's he's officially <laughs> stopped talking. He said, "I think it'd be better if I didn't say a word." And then he walked off. And he hasn't said a word and in he real life since he said yeah. that. <laughs> That's how method this motherfucker he's method is. Method as fuck. <laughs> I, I, I want to see Pig. I need to see Pig. That looks that too. looks good. Looks really good. I uh, I need to see that. It looks, it's supposed to be really awesome. Yeah. You know, I I when I Josh and I talked about that movie Willy's Wonderland, I I was kept wondering if he was like. I wanted like some like 
crazy explanation why he had to stop and like with his watch and his oh yeah, yeah. Hour or whatever i wanted something like like those were some yeah, fizzy drinks, weren't they? Yeah. Did you ever yeah, notice? Did you very, notice that? Like every time yeah. he popped it, it was fizzy <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> I wanted, I wanted to be like crank, basically, where like he had to keep his adrenaline up to survive. I, I, there was, there was something in those cans of pop that Nick Cage had to have, yeah. or he was gonna die. I think and, it's, it was just great. Like he's getting ready to duke it out, and then all of a sudden his fucking watch goes off, and he hits for the <laughs> weapon and walks off. I was like, are you serious right now? Yeah, he that gets, movie was bonkers in all the right ways yeah. for me. Oh, dude, it's crazy. Yeah, I, I really did enjoy it. Uh, just Nick Cage being. Incredible. Nick Cage being Nick Cage, man. I'm telling you, we're going to find out one day that he actually forced a rewrite by saying, I'm not (laughs) saying a word. (laughs) I, I, he's like, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. After, after those teenagers, man, that dialogue couldn't have been good. So, like, like, this dialogue is dog shit. This character no longer speaks. Nope. Never. Yeah. I'm not saying that. (laughs) He probably read something. He was like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm not saying that. And I'm not saying I, any of this, but I'll I do scream, all that. I learned my lesson from the bees. Not the bees! Uh, not the I bees! Know. Yeah, yeah, Dude, that was pretty. That was pretty I, awful. God, that, that remake I, was so bad. I recently just watched that it, when I went on, uh, uh, so horrified, and it was. God. Uh, that wasn't even part of the fucking director, the the theater cut, which is hysterical for how often. How often does a movie? have its most famous like you know scene and it's not even in the normal cut yeah, of the fucking yeah, movie <laughs> well you know th- they made the right decision removing it for sure uh, no they didn't no they didn't <laughs> no they didn't that would have made the movie better <laughs> you're I sitting mean, there going it's like I, that's why I said, so it's the most memorable thing about that shithole yeah. of a movie and if you have that you maybe start the the because that movie now is literally up there with like trolls too and oh like, yeah yeah of, like sure. people are yeah, so absolutely. obsessed with that and that's why i love the fanatic so much which you if you haven't <laughs> I, watched it yet i haven't watched it yet I dude watch it. i i've talked to you about that movie for years at this point i feel like that movie is so <laughs> horrible but holy fuck the whole time you're, you're like it's like watching a car crash you're like this it, none of this is done well but holy <laughs> fuck i'm laughing my balls off at it I know that after that, Fred Durst returned to music because <laughs> he's yeah. going on tour now. Dude, he looks like a like a like a hipster from Brooklyn, aged yeah. forty years overnight, and like yeah. is walking around with his weird Durst like, with hair is weird as fuck. His whole but, career, he never had hair, and then all of a sudden, I, out of I mean, nowhere, wasn't it? That's because he always had a fucking red hat or baseball hat on his head. You know, I met him when I met him. Uh, in, I want to say it was 98, 99, Family Values Tour. I met him and oh, Aaron Lewis. Yeah. And uh, it might have been 2000. I can't remember. Um, but uh, he uh, he didn't, he just, he, had, he just shaved his head. He, he, would, he just had uh. his head shaved. So I just, and then, of course, you're right. He was always wearing a backwards cap. Um, so, he, I mean, it's possible he, that he had yeah. hair. But when I met him, he, he, he had shaved his head. So I don't yeah. know. Maybe yeah, I'm pretty sure he had yeah, so, yeah. That was a long time uh, ago. Fred Durst has not aged as well as Barbara Crampton. No, um, no, not not many people have. <laughs> Dude, she's still a damn dime, yo. I'm so glad she's like getting this. Like, she's just doing so much horror 
I mean, it's like a it, real cool renaissance in her career, you know. Yeah. I I was kind of amazed though. I was kind of surprised she wasn't naked in this movie. I'm like, like well, I thought Barbara a, Kramer she shows a titty. Yeah, she does. She shows a titty. She does. <laughs> but wasn't Barbara Kramer this thing that she was always like full nude for like? Uh, like seems must like be it, yeah. Must be nude for three quarters of <laughs> filming. I'd like, seems, I am, seems I almost, like it. Yeah. I almost wonder if she's a nudist. Also, you know, when we talked, you know what I was going to say earlier when we started talking about uh, this movie, uh, again, Jacob's Wife from 2020. Is it 2021? Yeah, it's actually 2021. Yeah. Um, that th- I was kind of surprised that this movie wasn't r- r- like directed by a woman. You, you see mm-hmm. a woman and two men who wrote it. This movie's message feels very much like a woman... Yeah. Making trying to get a point across about how the equality in relationships mm-hmm. and how you get power because I feel like this is a very uh, I mean this movie's goofball right like it's goofball with the 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 gore is like this movie yeah. was way more like f- like kind of slapsticky the second half than the first half a little but, bit uh, yeah a little bit um, but it feels like it's trying to tell like a like a story or a message at the same time, which is, is cool on top of everything else that like, you know, that vampire movies are so they're they've, there aren't that many of them anymore because it's so hard. I mean, there are many of them, but there aren't that many like notable ones because they're usually pretty generic vampire movies, right there. Yeah. I think that there was probably one too many, underworld movies that came out and uh yeah. i think the genre did kind of get a little stale um but movies like this uh when they come out because i i love this movie i think it's fantastic yeah um when they when they do it right you know what i mean it, they, there's yeah. still a lot of life in the vampire uh genre yeah. for sure well there's so. been some there's been some cool ones on like on uh shutter lately because like the shack was okay. I think the shack. I thought the shack had, was pretty good. It was. It was definitely not amazing by any means, but I thought, I, I yeah. thought it was solid. You know, it was a solid yeah. movie. They've had that. They had the boys from what was that fucking movie called? The boys from what county? Which was the Irish vampire movie? Oh, I know uh, what you're talking about, but I haven't watched it yet. I yeah, that was entertaining as hell because uh, the the Irish humor comes across, and it was another interesting take on vampire lore, and that's kind of what i like when you do something completely crazy like i go back and i look at like i still think 30 days a night might have the best concept of a vampire movie ever mm-hmm. because of the like the the them coming to this town where they can't die for 30 days that's fucking a, a yeah. cool concept right yeah and they don't have enough like because it's some uh, middle butt fuck nowhere alaska town <laughs> like you have like not too many people see like the premise is perfect um and i know how much you and andy obviously love like lost boys and oh you know, yeah yeah all that fright night and all this all the great 80s horror uh yeah there's uh, some good ones too that we haven't even talked about like i want to talk about vamp one of these days it's pretty, yeah pretty cool movie uh, i don't know if i've seen that one. Oh um, man it's got grace jones in it player <laughs> grace jones plays a vampire man. in um, there's I, also like, uh, well, near dark, we had to reschedule, but now that that's on shutter, um, I think I, need I might, to, uh, me and Andy might have to do a discussion on that. Have you watched near dark yet? <sighs> Catherine Bigelow. 
I have. I that yeah. movie. I I don't. I don't like that movie nearly as much as. You don't like Near Dark? I, oh my I lord! I think it's wonderful. <laughs> it, that movie feels like. That movie feels like an art house movie to me, almost like it's this weird. Like they were trying to take the things like because that movie came out after, uh, after Lost Boys, didn't it? Yeah, I think it, it came it out just, the same year. It feels very much like the romanticizing all that even more than like in a weird grimy way, yeah. but uh, but it just I don't that <laughs> that movie just strange to me. And maybe I need to watch it again. I think I've only seen it once. Uh, oh man, and I, I watched. Love it. I'm a fan. The the fucking cast of that movie is oh, fucking yeah. fantastic. Oh yeah, Lance Henriksen and Bill Paxton. Yeah, it's like alien. It. You have aliens, just like the the best parts of aliens, just kicking ass. Uh, besides, it, you need Sigourney, but uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's it that I liked it. Don't get me wrong. I just I think it was one of those movies I got preached to be being this almighty power of vampire movies for so long, and then I finally watched it, and I'm just like, this is good. But like I, I, I'd rather watch Lost Boys or fucking Fright Night uh, you know, any day fair. of the week. That's fair, honestly. Yeah. I, I like I like if you're gonna do vampires, I like if you go balls with the wall. Um, it's why I like uh, like w- a lot of the stuff they did with the Fright Night remake because that movie's pretty balls the wall. Yeah, I um, um, I love that movie. Um, yeah, yeah it was interesting. I watched a a, uh, a pretty cool YouTube channel. I can't remember the name of it, but it was. Doing a side by side comparison, uh, kind of uh, breaking down both movies, and yeah. it, there's a, in many ways the Fright Night remake is almost a superior film. It, yeah. it really, actually, almost is. I uh, I think it's very, that it's really interesting to to watch and listen to people defend the defend the remake, while not think, tearing down the original because the original yeah. is a classic for a reason. It's a fantastic yeah. movie. It's wonderful. I I think originality is just like that much of a like. It just means so much, but like, it's another thing where, I, it'll probably also means like if if to you you see the I, the new version of Fright Night first and then the original, I could see you being like preferring yeah the remake. Yeah, and it's kind of like, I think I saw the original. Uh, I saw the, the remake of Texas, uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre before I saw the original. Oh, I wow. did for sure. Yeah. There was a big gap in there even. And I probably prefer the remake over the original, even though I know the okay. original is a better movie. It, I think that can mean a lot in like, dude, look at look at those little chuckleheads on who uh, came from beneath the sea. That like that, like <laughs> two a bunch of those guys. I swear to God, they were talking about liking the original or the remake better than the original. Like for Friday the Thirteenth, like the remake. Oh yeah, I, how think, much I think some of those guys do. Yeah. And so stuff like that. I know how much Josh appreciates uh, the o- cold opener on uh, Friday the Thirteenth. Oh, that's, we, uh, that's one of the best the sequences remake. in the franchise, really. Yeah, that yeah, cold it's, open is savage. The rest of the movie, not so much, in my opinion. Yeah. But the problem with the remake, with that remake, and uh, uh, is is the characters are yeah. are just shitty. They they don't feel. Yeah they don't feel like they belong together. And that's actually, that was honestly, that was kind of pointed out by somebody else. Uh, that yeah. I just, uh, we, we, I just talked with Vincent DeSanti yeah. and, uh, and he pointed out, he, he made a good mention of that. And he's like, the, the characters just don't even feel like they don't belong together. And I was like, God, I never really thought about that. And that's, that's a big yeah. part of why, uh, I have issues with the, the Oh nine reboot is yeah. it just doesn't feel 
And I didn't know how to what it was about it, but I always said it just doesn't feel like a Friday the Thirteenth movie, and it doesn't. Yeah. And then when yeah. he pointed some of that stuff out, I was like, "Oh, that's why." Yeah, you're right. That's why yeah. I, I was. It, it justified me having issues with it. You know. I think. I but think if you like you that guys, movie, that's great. I mean, shit. Yeah. I, I love it. I love I, it when people like movies. I mean, yeah, I think the weirdest thing, and I think you guys pointed it out for the first time I heard it, they or Andy did, it was that they never used the. Oh yeah, they the like Kiki Mama Mamas. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. And they never like, use the Kiki Kiki Mama. <laughs> how how do you get to a Friday the Thirteenth? Isn't that like part of the joy of making a Friday the Thirteenth movie? You get yeah, to the do Perry that. Yeah, Manfredini music, man. The Kiki yeah. Kiki Mama Mama. Like, like <laughs> they, so even Ice Nine Kills use Kiki Kiki Mama and, and Jason's mom and their yeah. Friday the Thirteenth. I love them so I love much. That band so much, yeah. Did thank you, you have? It, thank you. You're you're one of the ones that introduced me to that band. Yeah, yeah. the uh, the uh, assault and battery song that oh, we just put out with, so with like fun. the dude, <laughs> them running around on their knees in like Chucky costumes <laughs> yeah. are just fucking hysterical. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that I can't wait for their new album either. But yeah, so we should probably talk it, about Jacob's wife a little bit. <laughs> We, we could. I mean, ADHD. We, you know, it's funny. We started vampires and how the fuck we got to where we did. It, it's, a, it's a journey, dude. It's it a is. fucking journey. Um, so I'm going to here. I'm going to read the uh, IMDb syn- uh, synopsis because Josh isn't here to screw it up and make me laugh while he does it. And it, it reads as Anne married to a small town mo- uh, minister feels her life has been shrinking over the past 30 years encountering the master brings her to a a new sense of power and an appetite to live bolder however the changes come with a heavy body count um there you go this movie uh is like it's a fucking blast Uh, and i can tell why uh this is one of those movies that you like i've been hearing off and on about for like a couple months right it feels like this movie's been uh, like before it got even on Shutter. I think people were talking about this movie a lot, and uh, yeah, I, I actually bought it. Um, I, I was tired of waiting for it to get the Shutter. Um, oh, and it was cheap on Vudu. I think I paid nine bucks for it. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just gonna buy this movie because I actually yeah. own Girl on Third Floor as well. Yeah, I bought that because it was on sale for like three ninety nine or some <laughs> shit, and I was like, oh, it's on sale. Fuck it, I'll buy it. I've been wanting to watch it anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I'm glad I did because I, 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 I did, I was just like, I'm so tired of waiting for, the, I know it's going to shutter eventually, but I want to fucking watch it. So yeah, <laughs> just went ahead and bought it and I'm glad it, I did. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. It's, I mean, it was one of those movies where we watched Psycho Gorman before shutter got it. And, uh, I'm mm. like, man, this movie is going to be a, a riot when shutter gets it. I mean, we talk about shutter so much, but Shudder's just like, he gets oh, these man, cool, horror, cool man. little. Yeah. yeah I don't know how you don't have it. Yeah. 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 And it's cheap, too. It's like, what, 40 bucks a year or some shit like that? It's like, that? F- I pay like 590 something a month or 99 oh, a month. Oh, see, I pay whatever. mine annually. I pay mine annually. I think it's like 43.99 or some shit I like probably, that. Yeah. I probably should. It Not, makes yeah, more sense yeah. that way. But I'm Rod, so here we are. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but, so, yeah, so this is... Uh, a, Directed by Travis Stevens, like you were saying, he did The Girl on the Third Floor, which is a weird ghost house movie we talked mm-hmm. about. It's very, very 
creepy. Um, but CM Punk is just a giant douche in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and man, we, we I was messaging you when like I'm watching this, and like man, Barbara Crampton still looks fucking amazing. She's 62, will be 63 in December. Her birthday's December 28th, as I saw when I was looking this up because I was trying to figure out how she looks fucking amazing. She does. She, she looks she, great in person too because I, I met her at yeah. Texas Frightmare a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, she's super tiny, and uh, I was like, God dang, she's still fucking gorgeous. Yeah. So I did when I when I when I went to meet her. You know, I get the autograph. I was like, you, what I, I how did I say? I said, you look. I go. I look. I said, you look lovely. And she said, you do too. And I was like, <laughs> hell yes. <laughs> Thank uh, you, Barbara Crampton. She said, I look uh, lovely. So <laughs> she's man. She she looks she looks about forty five. So she yeah. looks way younger than she is. Uh, you can you can you know what I love about her? She like lets herself be shot like in where you can kind of tell where she like she's older, right? She doesn't care. Yeah, yeah. Like she's she seems to be proud of how she looks at her age, and that's fucking she awesome be. because yeah, she's man and she's funny. The, oh like, God. her Instagram is one of the most funny, coolest shit to to follow because she's 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 a uh, she's just a. A, a genuinely cool, good person. You can yeah. tell. And w- yeah. Well, my favorite thing about her is that when she takes a selfie, she always smiles real big with her mouth open. <laughs> She's always like, ah! <laughs> she takes selfies okay. the way I do. <laughs> like, ah! Yeah. I, I always laugh. I always laugh at your, uh, the goofy way you do that with all your, like, <laughs> you ran into people at cons and uh, oh, yeah. I was like, <laughs> I don't know what Brian's doing here that that makes me giggle a little bit, but it it definitely happens. So, um, <laughs> I am pleased. Uh, I I would say like the the this movie like we were talking about I was talking about earlier has a very like I, like this message that I think is it is important these days because of that woman. We we we've really transitioned in the last you know. 50 years plus or whatever that about like what women's relationship with what means to them and like you know mm-hmm. you know women in the workplace uh, that that as long as they've been but like what it means in like relationships right and this movie has that real like prevalent message of women not being subservient to right men right so um yeah it's pretty awesome um, because I, you're, you're right. Like at the end of the day, this uh, she's not being appreciated at all yeah, by her husband, yeah. who's like this big, you know, Baptist, you know, pr- pa- pastor, minister, whatever, yeah, Baptist minister, minister, yeah, and, yeah, pastor, um, whatever the fuck he is. Yeah. While he loves her, he he doesn't show her at all. Like, yeah. He doesn't show yeah. her. He doesn't appreciate her uh, like he should. But he yeah. preaches about it. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. kind of interesting, and uh, it's like, dude, you're like you're not even practicing what you preach. You know? Yeah, it's. I mean, Brian, you know this, and as you've been married twice, I've been married 15 years. Marriages are not. It's work. S- yeah, it's work. You can't yeah. like the, the the human tendency for things like complacency are are very strong and this that's kind of what this feels like this this guy is just complacent at home mm-hmm. and complacent because 
it kind of seems like he married someone to take care of him. Yeah. Is what it, it kinda, yeah, it, very much so. He gets up and he's like, like flabbergasted that breakfast wasn't ready. He was just like, oh, <laughs> what the fuck am I supposed to do? And he wasn't mad at her. He was just like, yeah. okay. Like he was lost. Like he's yeah. like, I guess I'll, I'll get something on the way to work. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like it was new to me. He wasn't mad, yeah. but he was just surprised. Like, yeah. I, I don't even know how to exist now. <laughs> like, where do I, I go from here? <laughs> I, I, I don't know how to get breakfast. Yeah, exactly. Like, bro, make fucking food, man. <laughs> like, so, yeah, it's, uh, it was pretty, it's a pretty cool movie. Uh, watching I, their dynamic change. As she changes yeah. is uh, is one of the, the the funniest things to watch in this movie because well, she starts yeah. to feel a sense of of uh, power. She starts to feel power. a sense of power that's uh, you know that she'd never experienced before, and she likes yeah. it. Yeah, she has yeah. a uh, one of the the opening. We're not gonna spoil anything too hard here, but uh, for now at least, uh, the the reasons why. Some of the situations in the movie happen are because an old boyfriend of of Barbara Crampton's character, her uh, her character's name is Ann Fetter, but her old boyfriend from high school or something, yeah, comes back yeah. into town and is uh is like doing this revitalization project for this like it just seems like a podunk middle of nowhere town. Yeah, yeah, but it's like a, yeah, you're right. He's and he's willing apparently to invest and like reopen a mill or something. Yeah. And uh, it'll create jobs in the town and it'll spark life into it and everything like that. Yeah. So so she's clearly like she's part of like the the city council or something like that too. Yeah. So Dude, hey, I don't know about you, but this movie feels like a it felt like 70s horror movie for a long time and it, the, the, it was one of those are, is this another new horror movie sh- like taking place in the mid 80s you know like that's the, 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 because it, Josh and I talked about it last week it kind of it, like cell phones ruin horror right yeah, they yeah. ruin horror which is why it's such a it, it's like especially nowadays like you have all these horror movies going back to this time frame but this movie, I think, is pretty modern. But the reason why I wondered for so much of the movie is because the they drive this like big boat from about 1984. Yeah. Yeah, like, see, so like, you're like, either these motherfuckers are cheap as hell. <laughs> I mean, he's he's a he's a pastor, um, or this movie takes place in 1985. And uh, well, he's it, cheap because. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because you see, you see like a GPS later on in the yeah. movie. That well, cannot, the, like the it, thing is, is uh, and uh, I don't, I, I'm not a super religious person, but I did, I, I did go to church for a long time. Um, you kind of, as a, as a pastor, you make what the people donate, and there's yeah. not a lot of people in that town, so yeah, like, he, he can't go yeah. out to get like a nice new guy. He's got to buy the hoopty on the lemon lot, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, dude. So, um. It, that you talk about that, and it makes sense when like the the uh, Anne wants to go out to eat real oh, yeah. early on in the movie, and he's like, "What?" Oh, like he's okay. all like, "I'm <laughs> dude." He gets you see how much of a fucking panic attack this motherfucker has when she like she orders a plate of food, doesn't fucking touch it, and he's like, "I'll take a uh, I'll take it to go box," and she's like, "No, I'm done." <laughs> and, He's like, he's like, yeah, he's like, you didn't even eat anything. <laughs> panicking. Like, that's the, that's the dad in him. Well, I don't think they have kids. I can't remember. 
Um, they didn't but, mention uh, kids. I mean, there's none yeah. in the movie uh, for sure. But uh, yeah. that's that would have been me because <laughs> yeah. because I'm a dad, and every time yeah. I see my kids waste food, I'm just like, um, excuse me. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, yeah, my my wife will like. Uh, she was uh, she was eating ribs the other day and doesn't doesn't eat ribs very often. Oh, and like man, and knocked really them. Good. But she knocked the meat off with like a knife and fork, and I'm like, that's way better than, you know, those motherfuckers. I'm like, you see pictures of them like online, and it's like they had chicken wings and like they nibbled the skin off and barely ate the meat, and they're like, okay, I'm done with this, and like, oh, what the what? hell? <laughs> what kind of household did you grow up in, motherfucker? I... My dad would whoop my ass for that, man. 100%, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, wasted meat. It's that's funny. It's that. I think I think you and I uh, both d- grew up in not exactly poor situations, but we're not not extravagantly we wealthy either. Yeah, and yeah I, that's I, the kind. Of my <laughs> dad is was very much a uh, upper middle class guy. You know, I didn't have like yeah. I didn't get nice expensive shoes bought for me until yeah. I was a senior. My dad out of nowhere bought the new Reebok like Shaq pumps. <laughs> That had the CO two pump thing yeah. that came with I it. Had, I had, I had, a pair of those at one point. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. know where my dad bought those for me for my senior year, and I was like, these are like really expensive shoes. But then I, I quickly did the math. Like my two sisters were gone because they were older than me. They had both moved out, <laughs> so he had all this extra money, and he just spoiled me. It, it was funny because my my sisters hate it. <laughs> Because <laughs> they're like, my dad and mom, they bought me a TV and a VCR and shit, and my yeah. sisters didn't get shit like that. But then they, yeah. but I got all that stuff when they were gone, and like it was just like, oh well, we got a little bit of extra money. Well, what do we got to do to get rid of Brian? Let's just buy him a VCR <laughs> so he stays in his room all the time. And that's what I did. I just stayed in my home, my room and watched horror movies all the time. I don't know how we got horror- out of this conversation, but I don't. I mean, this is again, dude. We are where we are. Um. I, Fuck! I, didn't, I had a response to that too, and I just yeah, I was just I. Then I was thinking about Brian's parents having sex, and then I just I don't. Then here I am. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> shit just really really sad. I just I was just thinking of why they wanted to occupy you with the TV and VCR. And oh, because so like, they could get their short on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's funny. Um, yeah, uh, man, I just say. There's another horror news of recent. They're remaking Salem's Lot. I don't know if you saw yeah, that. Yeah, man, uh, and, I saw that, and uh, I mean that's a good. Well, that's a good uh, segue because uh, the yeah vampires uh, are very the vampires Salem's are Lot. Very yeah, similar, yeah, um, because the master is very much designed yeah. after that old school Nosferatu look um, but, that uh, they have in Salem's Lot as well. But yeah, I, they are. I, they're remaking that, and they cast. Um, there's people in it. There's people cast already and everything. Yeah, um, I heard that. The kid, uh, that... Bill Pullman's son, plays the uh, the author character. I so I've never seen it. I only know is it was a one of the TV movies ones that Stephen King did pretty early on. I think you've never seen Salem's Lot. Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh, watch it. It's it's yeah. a blast. It's a fucking blast, man. It's Toby Hooper, baby. Oh yeah, that's yeah. Toby Hooper made that, man. Was that a TV movie? It was. It was. It was, a, it was like yeah, a miniseries yeah. event. It, it, the reason we even had the it miniseries and the Stand by Me or Stand by Me, the, excuse me, the Stand yeah. uh, miniseries was because of the success of Salem's Lot. Yeah, for sure. I, I'm not. I'm. I, I, that, I, that's not an actual quote, but I'm gonna assume 
that's why because Salem's Lot when it dropped was huge. Like people went crazy yeah. for it. Oh, so dude. much so that they made a shitty sequel. Yeah. Um, that Return to Salem's Lot. That's not nearly as good. So, yeah. But um, but yeah, the, 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 we got the stand and then the, the it probably because of how successful Salem's Lot was. It was huge when it came out. I uh, you you're talking about those and it made me think about uh uh Brandon Tennold who has the awesome YouTube channel. He he did a video about one of the like Children of the Corn sequels, which there are I didn't know how many Children of the Corn sequels there are, but there are like 15 oh Children God, of the Corn. None of them it's good. Yeah, it's all <laughs> directed DVD stuff or yeah, directed yeah, VHS back in the day, but and you're like holy it's I, I, they, I don't think those are like you know what those remind me of those are so bad they literally remind me of those witchcraft movies like they, oh you mean they, Andy the, starring movies yeah Andy played in number twelve <laughs> I don't think they're done <laughs> I think they're yeah Andy Andy had a, a small role in number twelve I think he played a cop and I haven't seen it yet I need to find it so I can watch it but um, yeah you're yeah that those was Children of the Corn sequels are every bit as bad they are every bit and to be fair the first one. Honestly, not even that great. <laughs> it's, it's, it's okay. It's, yeah. it's okay. It's a good movie. It, it's not a bad movie I, by any means, but it's not amazing. I would rather watch the South Park Children of the Corn any day of the week. <laughs> where, I don't know. Like, if you've never seen it and you're listening to this, it, basically all the kids figure out if they say that their uh, parents molested them, they could get sent yeah. get all their parents sent to jails. Yeah. And, yeah. Then, and then they just run this town and are just... <laughs> There's like two sides, and they sacrifice like kids to a fucking god, just like Children of the Corn. Yep. And yeah, uh, that's a man. That's yeah. a funny episode. That, <laughs> yeah, I do. I swear to God, South Park. Like they're. I, I'll say this. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I still think the Human Centipede episode of South Park is <laughs> yeah. more horrifying than the Human Centipede movie, and actually grosser. Which I don't know how they managed to do, but they did. Um, yeah. Um, so the, the, this movie, I think yeah, real it, quick it, though, it, I, you heard about the deal that Seth Parker and Matt Stone signed, right? Did you hear yeah, about this? Yeah. They, yeah. Like a billion dollars. Yeah. And they're, $900 like, million dollar deal with CBS to keep making shows through 2027. And apparently 14 original South Park movies, 14 movies. I don't think it's it kind of feels like what they're doing now anyways. Like they're doing these this the Southbrook show isn't a long running they just make episodes about very specific things they want to talk about now. Like they've had the pandemic special. Yeah. And yeah. then they had the vaccination special. And like that's the the last two things they've done with the show that are very like I think they had like an what that one episode about like the uh the trans ra- the the randy savage like competing in the women's olympics uh episode that they yeah. put out like that yeah. i think that was just like by itself basically because they wanted to do that episode like like uh, that uh all that stuff is just like they just seem to do what they want when yeah, they want yeah. at this point so i mean it, when you've been so. doing it for 25 years like those two dudes have so it just, Golly, that's crazy to think of that South Park's that old. Uh, I remember when it first yeah. came out. Yeah. Me too, okay, man. Anywho, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here we are. Man. We're, we're, I swear we are talking about Jacob's wife, right? <laughs> we, we are. We are. I promise. I think, I, I think we are. No, I love the looks of this vampire. I, oh, I have yeah, to say, fantastic. though, 
I, I wonder... I was looking at the, the, the master at the end of the movie. And again, we're not ruining anything yet. Um, but I was trying to figure out if they were trying to tell this story that this vampire had been, like, burnt or is just so... Like, was it the makeup was bad or was this vampire supposed to look ancient? Like... I think it's or a little br- bit of, it's probably a little of both, honestly, but yeah. uh, I think they're supposed to be really old. Yeah. And then by bad, I don't mean, if you look, if you see this movie and you see what the vampire looks like at the very, the couple scenes you get to see it, you'll know what I mean because the, the skin's very cracked mm-hmm. and it could be like, it could be badly done makeup. I don't think that's the case. I think it was, they're just trying to make this distinct ancient looking or like this vampire had been burned in the sun or something like that. And this mm-hmm. was what happened. Like it didn't kill it. But um, I do. I, I have to say that the one of the funnier scenes in this movie was uh, when she goes to the dentist and they put the, <laughs> yeah. the UV cleaner teeth. And my wife's like, is she going to get, you know, burned i'm like i assume so and then her face just ca- like her whole bottom half of her face catches on fire basically yeah. you're like ah it, it, yeah it it's one of those scenes where it's like it kind of reminds me of the uh the final destination movie where like you think that kid's gonna get killed in the the dentist for like a half an hour and then just get squished by a plane a pane of glass uh yeah instead but yeah um the uh, th- I, I it was weird because I was sitting there during this movie and I'm like, I, I, the, it kind of got set up as a horror comedy and mm-hmm. the bit. very the first third of this movie at least is very they take making a vampire in the in the situation like very seriously the situation between the the husband and the wife specifically mm-hmm. um, the the. The, the, most of the comedy of this movie have, actually comes as like it's like the, like over the top violence yeah, being a little bit. F- like kind of like Looney Tunes or Itchy and Scr- Itchy and Scratchy is probably a, a better like like uh, explanation right where it's like or even things like Kill Bill right where they they chop that head off and like you know you just it's that over the it's splatterhouse stuff especially Japanese films right and that's where Kill Bill was like. Oh yeah, heavily inspired. Yeah, yeah, but the uh, the violence in this is like, the first head that gets c- pulled off in this movie, and you're like, "Holy shit!" There's a lot <laughs> yeah. of fucking blood. It's yeah, very it's over the top like that, and it, it kind of ends up being where I was laughing at a lot of this. Um, that and when uh, towards the end of the movie, where someone's getting eaten, and he's doing like he's stabbing behind him yeah. with that knife, and just completely like missing. You're like, I was that made me laugh i was yeah. like that's that's pretty funny um the the but, smoking sequence i laughed pretty good too when they're yeah. smoking bud <laughs> him and his yeah. wife <laughs> because yeah. he confiscated it from that kid out front yep. of the uh out front of the church yeah. <laughs> why his wife starts smoking bud i started laughing i was like this is pretty funny <laughs> yeah i like I, it was like it was like almost like a weed commercial it was like man you feel like shit Man, why don't you like light up this joy, man? You can you gonna feel like life flowing through your fingers and shit, man. It was kind of, it was like <laughs> kind of like what was like being sold there as the yeah. whatever. Well, you know, yeah, because like, she was hurting because she was of the hunger, yeah. you know. Yeah, it it's 
the thing that that, that I uh, I do approve of in these movies is when they just they don't do it. They just stick to the rules, right? They they kind of don't like change anything too badly. Like they did little cool things in this movie though that like they're a little bit different. Like when she goes to the dentist and the dentist is like, "You're growing in new teeth." Oh yeah, um, yeah. So like that, it, especially because the vampires in this movie have the weird like we talked about the Salem's Lot. The it's like vampire like bunny rabbits or something. Yeah, like it's that. like, like their front two their their front two middle teeth on the top, the big ones. Yeah, those are the those are the those are the fangs. You know, uh, funny story. Well, not so funny story for the guy that experienced <laughs> this. But um, I had a a friend coworker years ago. This was before, well before I started where I'm at now. So this is a long time ago, probably ten or twelve years ago. Well, um, I had uh, he was he was a friend coworker of mine, and he had started going to the dentist because he was like, you know, got health care finally because this is like his first yeah. real job. He was like, man, I need to go to the dentist. And he's trying to take care of himself. Very commendable, obviously. Goes to the dentist and comes back like a couple, you know, a couple days later after the weekend and everything. And he has this horrifying story to tell me. And I said, what's going on? He's like, man, I went to the dentist and I'm growing a whole new set of teeth. And it fucking happens. Well, this is an adult yeah. person. Yeah. He went to get his wisdom teeth removed and they found that his fucking teeth were growing in like pez in a pez dispenser all right so there's just one after another no it wasn't quite that bad obviously but he said well i'm growing a whole new set of adult teeth and i said really he's like yeah this happens in like less than one percent of the fucking population and then the son of a bitch showed me because he he you could see them growing in he pulled his cheek back and it was nightmare fuel homie it was yeah yeah. It was nightmare because he showed me and he pulled back his teeth and and like a uh, the top above his back you know backward like middle teeth not the quite the, the molars or, yeah. or what they're called but the, like that yeah. middle section you could fucking see the goddamn teeth growing in and trying to push his adult teeth out of his adult head. <laughs> That's like. He's like a shark. Yes. He's a fucking Horrifying. shark. Yeah. The only, the silver lining in all of this is that he had, he's gotten it all taken care of. Okay. It's all taken care of. Required multiple surgeries. He didn't have to pay a dime because it was so rare that they did a case study on it and filmed the whole thing. And apparently you can watch it on YouTube now. <laughs> Not that I ever would. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I don't I'm know good. what it's called. I, I can't remember. But uh, yeah, yeah, they did a case study on it, and, and it paid for the whole. They, they, he, they, he didn't have to pay a dime, and he had uh, multiple surgeries. Oh man! How horrifying! I, so I, for her to casually say, "Hey, you got some new teeth growing in," she said it very casual. That shit that yeah. actually happens. That's like, um, we need to have a talk. You have some <laughs> new teeth growing. <laughs> like, that's how the so, so I got probably really would have went. So I got a game plan. We're going to put you in this little cage, and we're going to town to town, and we're going to sell pictures with you for twenty bucks a pop. That's what we're going to do. That's how fucking rare this shit is. You <laughs> that's fucking very rare. Yes, you very weirdo. Rare, man. <laughs> man, that's wow. that's that's fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, man. I thought of my boy Mikey right when I saw that. I was like, "Oh shit, Mikey!" <laughs> I was like, well, they, uh, "This is gonna end differently for her, though." <laughs> yeah. Well, they don't. Like, you could see, you briefly get them, and they look kind of sharp, and they're like growing in the back of her, like, like the back where, like, kind of where wisdom teeth would be, right? Yeah, that kind of. I area. think so. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, but then, the, then all of a sudden, the the sharp teeth in the front start growing. Um, mm. But, man, there is really a lot to like. This is another – one of the reasons I really, really like indie horror, and I don't know how often Hollywood horror can compete with indie horror just because of the – you need, like, the masters, like, you know, like Peel and, and all the hereditary guy and all that stuff that know how to, like, focus because – these like little horror movies like this that are in just they don't have resources so they have to have these very tight you know like precise stories and scripts and they do mm-hmm. such a good job with it you know what i mean yeah oh yeah absolutely so yeah, it's this one is those, um this is done really well this is this movie's done really well yeah like it's yeah the the vampires are cool the mm-hmm. there's violence it's funny like i said the yeah. It gets way funnier in this, the the second half because it's... Oh, I agree. I agree. The dynamic... With, uh, it, it, the movie does pick up after she really starts to <laughs> start feeling herself, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like when she's yeah. like picking up everything in the, in the living room and moving it around. It's like weightless and shit. Um, yeah. Because uh, that starts to... the How she starts to feel about herself changes, yeah. you know? And she starts to have a, a lot more she starts to get more vocal in the relationship yeah and, it's like uh, it's like i'm not the background anymore yeah yeah it's like he he gets you know he he starts to get upset you know um because he starts to assume that she's having an affair with her her ex her ex-boyfriend from high school yeah. who is a a much better looking guy <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know but yeah um, uh jacob is uh He's not a the, the a model. I no, mean, he's a good looking dude, but that. I mean, but let's face it, you know, he ain't he ain't Tom, because the yeah. guy's name's Tom Lowe. Uh, yeah, yeah. As you know, hey, Larry, Larry Fessenden is not an ugly guy by any means. No, but he ain't Robert Russler. <laughs> no, he's I guess, not. I don't he's know. Not. I guess that's the way to say it. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, this uh this movie starts to get really funny when their dynamic changes. Yeah, um, he he starts to not not like it obviously, but because yeah. she he she was super he was the super dominant person in this relationship, yeah. and she was just kind of there, and he yeah. didn't really appreciate her as like, well, like he, he should. Well, yeah, it, you get like to the point where you're like this. She says it. You, you've never had to fight for me, right? And you start right. going, and it's the, so her what you get from her fairly early on is that her parents died and this boyfriend left her college or whatever he left for. Right. And basically <laughs> she had no one else in the world besides Jacob. But yeah, so he, Jacob, he was there. Yeah, exactly. Yep. But man, you start wondering like situations like that. It's like, how easily do you let yourself? I mean, human beings are I mean, like, I don't know. Humans can be very just, they're in their situation and that's it. Like there's no, they just complacent. Can, you mean complacent? Yeah. Is the word yeah. I'm looking for. Yeah. Um, and how complacent, <laughs> how much of your life can you live in complacency is really what I was right. Saying. Yeah. And, 
Exactly. And, uh, man, I, that's why I do all the content and stuff I do now because I'm like, I'm going to do stuff that I'm enjoying and trying not to be complacent right. and all that stuff, right? Right. It's, because it's so hey easy man, to that's, come. That's why, that's why me and my wife bought the business when we did, you know? Yeah. We, you, you know that. You, you remember when that happened. I, yep. Uh, yep. Yeah. So, yeah, that's why, uh, because we wanted, we wanted more, you know, and uh, we yep. don't want to be complacent to just to stay in this little town that we live in. I mean, it's not like, I, I have a good job. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, have, I, have, I have a really, really good job for, for a blue collar dude, you know? Yeah. Um, but we wanted more. And, yep. uh, you know, so it's, uh, yeah, I mean, how, how much of it do you, you're right. How much do you want to live in complacency? Well, I don't think anybody should want, everybody should want to strive for, yep. for more, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's obviously you get to a point where you just absolutely can't achieve more and hopefully you're happy with the, with, with the journey and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. But it's this, like the, the thing that seems to be like, is th- this character let herself get lost in mm-hmm. that let herself bit. get lost in her marriage let herself get lost in whatever because the boyfriend had said like the ex-boyfriend had said i thought you were going to be like traveling the world and yeah. you, were, you wanted to go live here and this like that and she never did any of it and so i think there's also a, a message in there of don't you never know how long you have right never settle for less <laughs> Never settle Never for less. Never settle for less. Now, now something I feel like we're selling an infomercial, some bullshit. They're like, <laughs> we need and you, wow guy in here to like, yeah. <laughs> no, no, we can't get oh, him. Oh, he's beating us up. Yeah, you're. <laughs> he's gonna start, start biting, you. biting hookers and stuff like that. <laughs> God. That's what he did, right? I, I think, think he she bit, bit him and he punched her. I think she, I think she bit him, and then he like punched shit out of her something i don't know oh, it wasn't man. a good look either way uh, i mean you've <laughs> never seen any more sham wow ads no, with that not, guy not right? with that guy yeah no, uh, no not at uh, all man it is it just yeah. but yeah there's it, definitely a, a message about um about uh there's well there's a it's definitely a feminist movie uh you know yeah. what i mean there's very there's definitely a feminist movie because you know she's you know starts off being the super you know submissive person and just kind of doing everything for him you know and and shit like that and uh they weren't they weren't on an equal playing field at all and And, uh that's so she starts to realize that and he honestly starts to realize it too yeah she becomes uh you know more vocal and she she and it helps show him the his his faults and his flaws yeah. and how he yeah. didn't appreciate her the way he should have and and she got she made it real you know you've you never fought for me and then yeah. in the movie he does he gives up super yeah. early you know like, yeah. like super early and uh ba- he, ba- he tries to blame her tries to blame yeah. her for it but then he, yeah. you know he starts to realize like yeah i'm kind of a shitbag ain't i <laughs> but yeah well that and that carries out through the whole thing because the of I'm going to spoil the ending now. So if you're enjoying yeah. it, don't want to hear um, when he fucking stakes the leader. She goes, that wasn't your choice. And you start to go, oh, man, you you know that this isn't going to go well at this point. And right. the movie goes ends off with what you presume is these two attacking each other. Most um, likely. Yeah. And because he he thinks that 
you start going, is this a, another, he wants to retake the power in the position in their relationship by staking her. And she's wants to keep up her, her spot in the relationship by eating him. Yeah. Um, yeah. They got some shit to work out. <laughs> they do. They, <laughs> they do. They definitely have some shit to work out, but do I like the open endedness of the movie. I like, I yeah. like that. I like the, the way they did that. So. <laughs> well, didn't, didn't, so the, the cop that, a cop had experienced a bunch of this towards uh, like the second half of this movie. And, uh, before CM Punk gets whatever murder killed. Um, I thought he lived. Didn't he live? Oh, didn't he? Oh, who got, who was the stabby person? That was the, um, Oh, that was the, uh, that was the neighbor. Wasn't it? Or their, their friend. Oh, yeah. 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 That was their friend. That's yeah, what that was their friend. Yeah. 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 Now, um, CM Punk and the, uh, the, both of the cops live yeah, in this, yeah, surprisingly that, enough, because I didn't yeah. think that was going to go like that. Well, they weren't going to. You thought they were going to get... Fu- with, yeah, uh, they were, the, I thought the they master. were going to get shit on. <laughs> yeah. The master was setting up a, you know, I'm going to eat everyone. Um, man, I also wonder, like... That, that, By the way, we haven't mentioned the fact that Bonnie Aarons that played the master, and she played the fucking nun in The Conjuring Dude, movies. I, I'm sitting there and I was like, it took me forever to realize that was a woman because yeah, like it has yeah. uh, the bald. Again, we go back to the Nosferatu, Nosferatu vampire. Um, it's that. Uh, it's that like you can't really tell until she speaks at the right, end. Right, right, yeah, um, yeah. I love the fact that Bonnie Aaron's played the master in this. She's dude, super cool she, too. I met her at uh, Casey Crypticon. She's really cool. She has a like real unique features, right? Which yeah, is why she, she yeah, works she, so. She really does, yeah. Yeah, and, and she's really pretty. So, she's like really yeah. pretty lady. Yeah. Well, dude, man, you you take what super most of the supermodels look like outside of their like their super super like, um, you know their makeup with all that stuff, and you mm-hmm. take their the. It's funny how their their features are so symmetrical, which is why they become but like it, they look kind of odd to like you know plain old schmucks like you and i because they're like <laughs> yeah. they're like so too perfect right plain like it's what it schmucks. is <laughs> yeah plain old schmucks like man brian <laughs> i mean brian and i both got way older in the last week so i mean yeah we did didn't we Golly. we're old people yeah. old people old people all my nah. friends have end of birthday uh, end of august birthdays it's, i feel like um yeah i don't know how that happens but yeah, man. Um, I, I, I was going to say like before that this, this movie does like f- pretty much follow like typical vampire lore. Mm-hmm. Um, stakes kill vampires, yep. uh, yep. sunlight kills vampires. They don't, I don't know what the rat thing is. Is that from Salem's lot? The rat control um, kind of thing? I feel like, uh, you know, there's some vampire lore that does grant them the ability to shape shift into things. And, but, yeah. uh, that doesn't explain the, the rats. I, I guess yeah. that, I mean, I, I'm going to assume that there, there's, you know, all the vampire movies I've seen, you know, some vampires do have a animalistic kind of, uh, yeah. control, uh, you know, yeah. over, over things like, uh, you know, certain, like, smaller beasts or things like that. And like wolves animals. and shit wolves like that is like a lot. Yeah. 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 So that's probably where that, that stems from. I do like it aesthetically though. When those fucking rats just pile on the dude. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Oh my God. I thought it was dope. I, I liked, I do like rats. The, in the yeah. Movie. That was pretty cool. Really cool touch. Yeah. 
it was like I was just trying to think of what was just super distinct and distinct, and that was like one. It's the the rat mm-hmm. control. The the look is very not something that happens very often with vampires. Are you mean it's like Nosferatu and yeah and yeah I like the Salem's the, Lot. The <laughs> what we do in the shadows also had a really cool Nosferatu style. Yeah, vampire. yeah. Colin Peter, Col- Peter I Colin's think best. I know, but Colin's the best vampire. That's all that matters. I love <laughs> yeah. Colin. Yeah. The energy vampire Colin. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, because he's, he's the most realistic character. But, yeah. Um, I See, so yes, yeah, so I think those are the ones that are kind of, like, you know, kind of unique to what they were doing with this. And uh, that I, it runs the plot, but, like, I don't know. Like you could have done something pretty similar to this movie without vampires. They just use vampires because they think they fit what they, the story they wanted to tell. Right? You mm, know, it's probably. A, yeah. Yeah. I don't think vampires were like necessary, but yeah, you could probably done this with werewolves or something like that if you wanted. Yeah, to. Yeah, sure. Why not? I not not so, not, much, not so much zombies. No, not zombies. <laughs> I've never, I still have never seen the, the, what is it, Warm Bodies movie? Uh, oh, you haven't seen the, that? Oh, that's a cool uh, movie. That's a cool movie. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. It's not very often you see vampire, or like w- zombies that are like main characters in movies. Right, right. Um, have you ever played you ever Stubbs see- the Zombie, the video game? No. You've never, I never played did. Stubbs the Zombie? Oh, man. No. It's a classic. They it's just, classic. I think that's on like Steam or something. I might have to check it out. Uh, if it's uh, on Steam, you should totally buy it. But yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's an Xbox game. For the, yeah. From the very, very first Xbox. I actually still ever, have my copy and everything. I love it. Did you ever see that weird... Now I'm just talking about weird vampire zombies. The That weird black and white movie that was like... Where it would go to black and white, but then they were... The characters were like zombies, but they didn't know it. And like, so they would have like two, like, black and white was when they didn't know they were zombies and they were running around. And then the, the color when they were zombies. That sounds very familiar, but I can't, I can't think of... What, where Can't, I have seen that, or seems it's, it's very yeah something yeah that definitely reminds me of something. I don't know. It's don't know what it one is. of those. You know how many of those weird out there movies like like you and I have seen that we probably will never remember the name of. <laughs> way too many. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah way too many. Golly. Yeah. Dude, there's a couple on this podcast. I'm already like that. Not even because they're bad, just because of the weird the. I feel like indie horror can have some really terrible names, like just generic. You know what I mean? So. Oh yeah. Uh. So yeah, man. I Shutter. This is just again. It's another sh- movie that Shutter fucking killed it. Like knocked it out of the park with uh-huh. what they were doing and just doing a cool little movie. Yeah, yeah. I would watch that. The Boys of whatever that county movie that's on uh, Shutter too. And yeah, I need to see it, that. They had some more werewolf movies they've been adding uh, to Shudder, too. Good. So, Bring on all yeah. the werewolf movies, man. I need more of them. I like werewolf man, movies. Love, I'm, I mean, I, I'm in the minority, I think, but I think the, the Wolfman remake with Benicio Del Toro is honestly a solid movie. I think it's cool. Yeah. Have you ever I've seen, never seen it? Oh, it's, uh-uh. it's fucking rated R. Yeah. It's a rated We got a rated R fucking werewolf movie with a big budget. It, yeah. And people don't like it, and I'm sorry, but I think it's much better than what people want to say about it. I went to the movie theater to see it. Yeah, that uh, was it's solid, well, I, dude. I think that movie had it. also. Yeah, you go. I think that it. movie. I'm gonna interrupt that, you every time with a new. I know. Star. I mean, you are, Josh. <laughs> it's okay, but no, 
the uh i think a lot of that has to do with the the that Jack Nicholson movie that came out a couple of oh, whatever years before that. The, uh, oh, Wolf? Yeah. <laughs> With Michelle Pfeiffer? That, yeah. <laughs> Remember how much that movie was like people were trying to upsell how good it was going to be? and then it I just have was... not seen it in many, many years. I do remember kind of liking it, but not because I thought it was fine cinema by any means. Because <laughs> yeah. I think that movie is overly shot super artsy, and I think it's unnecessary. Yeah. But yeah. what I love about that movie is just Jack Nicholson as turning into a fucking wolf because he gets to be all Jack Nicholson-y because yeah. he's kind of kooky. <laughs> he's yeah. kind of crazy. And then yeah. James Spader also is in that movie, too. And let's face James it, Spader. Michelle Pfeiffer, she's still a dime. So Yeah. She's, well, dude, she's, you know, she's a pretty lady. She's beautiful. And she's beautiful. Yeah. It's, but yeah, you know, I, I, I like Wolf, but not because it's fine cinema by any means, yeah. but I do enjoy Dude, that movie. <laughs> you know, I mean, you've got a, little, a couple years on me, but like the... the you, you know, I've noticed that when we get together, you say that. I mean... Whether we're talking makes... about age or not, you <laughs> son of a bitch, you slide in okay, there. So let me, okay, let me, go, let me go with it because why I'm going to say that, and I brought it up. Because I was going to say the videotapes in the 80s of horror stuff, I was going to say that werewolf movie covers always look cool back in the 80s. Okay, and that's what yeah. I was trying to point. Yeah. And so what you were trying to say was, you know, Brian, back in your day. Back in, you're not <laughs> that much older come, than me, motherfucker. Yeah, I, I've only got a few years on you. I know that. But it's just but funny yeah. you always be bringing up my fucking age. Because I, I hey, like to punch uh, your balls. so you know, oh. by the way, I'm not in the minority. Because Wolf does have a 62% on Rotten Tomatoes, believe wow. it or not. The That's audience is feeling you, though. They're only at 42% on Wolf. Uh, so, yeah. I just, don't, I just think it's a little overly artsy for no fucking reason other than I guess the guy just wanted to be classy. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, man. It's... When you get like, you get you mix uh, big Hollywood movies with uh, artsy, it can make some some weird things come out. Like that that Ang Lee Hulk movie oh is God. so fucking odd, like odd, odd, it's, odd. It's odd, also odd, odd. it's also so awful in my opinion too. I yeah, don't think that's a good movie at all. I um, don't think so either. Like it is. I got walked out of the movie like, what the fuck just happened, man? It, <laughs> you're like, why did I go into an art house movie made by what was like the director of like House of like or uh, like some weird big Chinese movie, right? That like that got him the lead. The, uh, uh, I think it was the Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon yeah. movies that got him that. But he, I mean, yeah, yeah Ang Lee also happened to make, if memory serves me correctly, he directed Brokeback Mountain too. Um, which was after that. Yeah, it was after it? that. He also directed yeah. Billy Lynn's Long Halftime Walk, which is a much better movie than people want to want to give it credit. I've never – I think I remember a trailer for that movie, and that's about all. And then he made Gemini, Gemini Man, which is apparently awful. I haven't seen it, though. Oh, dude, that was with that the terrible Will Smith CGI de-aging. Oh, yeah, um, you know, I thought that uh, in the previews it looked good. I mean, it looked, it looked solid. Like, it was just as good as, like, the uh, – you know, de-aging of uh, Samuel L. Jackson for Captain Marvel. Have you seen Captain Marvel? Yeah, yeah, of course. I've seen all the Marvel yeah. movies, but the uh, I I think it wasn't the de-aging itself. I think the CGI, like like him moving around, was oh, the okay. problem. Oh, but, okay. but like, 
I I heard that was yeah pretty terrible. But yeah, I, never I, saw haven't, it. I haven't seen it. So yeah. Um, uh, shit. How did we get here? I don't, Brian. <laughs> we I do. don't fucking. I don't. I don't. I don't know how we got anywhere. But we, we do got this here. all the time too. Yeah. It's just a little yeah. worse today, probably. <laughs> probably just a little. Uh, well, I don't know what the fuck we're watching next week because. Uh, We'll, we'll, hey, I'll, I'll gladly come back on and derail it if you need. need, need I mean, me I mean, I always approve of that. So. Yeah, I'll come on. Yeah. Hey, I'll just come on even if Josh is back next week. I'm just gonna show <laughs> up. Like, I'm just gonna show. Just give me like, a call when you guys start recording, and I'm just gonna show up. I'll like add. What are we talking call? about? All right, I'm gonna get the <laughs> cliff notes out, and then I'll. Just <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently, Too bad, Josh. Josh. Apparently, this was apparently. The, what people. <laughs> oh, that's that's funny. funny. Uh, okay, well. Yes, uh, we're gonna say the final girls because I think Josh will be back, but I'm I'll not 100 sure. Yeah, we'll see. We'll figure it out then. Brian, tell everyone where they can find you. You can find me show. every Monday on the Dead and Santa Carla podcast. Me and my good friend Andy talk about a horror movie and uh, kind of break it down, or do a little rating, a little review. And uh, Andy interrupts they, me for about two hours, kind of like I did Rod today. Yeah. They. <laughs> They actually talk about the movie, though. So we I mean, uh, it's been a lot like a lot like that lately. OK, that's uh, OK. Then I don't feel so bad. Yeah. But no. um, but yeah, um, we, uh, yeah. And we're available on uh, uh, all major podcast platforms. And you can find us on Twitter at Dead and SC podcast. You can find me on Twitter at Santa Carla Brian, um, where I just recently crossed 500 followers. So we that were, was a, that was I, a I was, bit of a milestone for me. I was pimping you out. I was yeah, like, I appreciate it. I saw that. I, it happened today, day of this recording. I was nice. at four ninety seven, and then somehow six people started following me. So, thank you. They're all they're all bots. They're bots. probably all bots. Well, so am I. So it's <laughs> fine. It's fine because that's why. I mean, I've had a Twitter for like twenty years, and I just now started using it. So I just still don't even know what I'm doing. So you can, if you want to follow me on Twitter. Basically, what you're following is a 44-year-old guy trying to figure out Twitter. <laughs> Dude, I feel sold anytime I put anything on TikTok. I'm like, yeah. I, 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 I downloaded I don't know TikTok last night yeah. and proceeded to die laughing at this guy Gregisms. He's funny as shit. One. This funny, wonderful gay guy from New Orleans, and he tells the best fucking stories. I have my wife and I have literally just been dying laughing my, watching him. There's a guy I really like on TikTok who makes who has two corgis and he talks for him and he's incredibly I've, idiotic I've, voice. I've stumbled across that fellow. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and those videos make me laugh really yeah. hard, really hard. So, uh, thanks again. Yeah, I asked you to do this yesterday, and you you jumped right in. It was oh, a blast, yeah, man. I always have a blast. You, you know that. So. Oh yeah, I yep. love coming on. I love coming on when Josh is here too, because I love Josh. I, I, I think Josh dude, is good people. Are great. Yeah, Josh is Josh is a super sweet dude. I love. I hope he's doing doing okay. I yeah. Didn't even yeah. didn't even ask you why. You just said, hey, you want to do this talk? And I said, okay. Cool. <laughs> yeah, he was. Josh yeah. was. Josh, I think he got down in the dumps a little bit, and he didn't want to come in and not uh, do a good show. So. Oh. He, he okay. kinda, well, yeah. Well, I love I love you, Josh. So. Yep. I love you too. I mean, that was I was deep throating things. Yeah. I, Josh, I mean, <laughs> so yeah. Follow us on murdermoose.com. All the information is there, and uh, yeah, we'll be back with the final girls as the preemptive uh, movie for next week. And if it changes, uh, follow us on Twitter, and I'll let you know. Murder Moose Pod on Twitter. So we'll catch you guys next week. Bye.